All right, coach. <laughs> you know, we're in the 20s. We are? Mm-hmm, in our podcast. Oh, thank you. Not our age. Oh, okay, because I was looking at these white whiskers. I was thinking, <laughs> I don't know if it's 20, <laughs> but I'll take it. <laughs> and I'm super excited because we had our photo shoot this morning. I think your beautiful wife and my um, wonderful friend did a really good job of taking photos at the local firehouse workspace. Highly yes. recommend this space. Yeah. Highly recommend the photo booth. They have. I saw you in the podcasting I booth. Yeah. And uh, I mean, they've got the co-working space. I mean, it's just an, a neat historical building and a very neat idea for the, the space there. It is. It was a good idea. I'm glad I was able to see it. And, and I agree with you. Mm-hmm. Um, you should probably check that out if there's certain things that you want to do for your business. You want to have um, like meetings, briefings and things like that. I liked it. It is a neat place where you can, you know, get a day pass or you can rent it as needed, but you don't have to have a an office space you rent all the time, you know? And so yes. if you work out of your home and you don't want someone to come to your house, it's a really neat place. And then she was telling me, uh, Kayla, the owner, that they even have where you can have your, your packages okay. and your mail dropped off okay. if you don't want to give out your home address if you're a, a work-from-home oh, business okay. owner. Oh, yeah. So it's really cool. That's a great idea. Yeah. Hmm. But uh, we are going to discuss what we've got behind the scenes. But first, my name is Sherry Wilson, owner of Genius Communication. I solve people's problems, Coach, and I make the money. Oh, yes. Yes, she does. I'm glad I'm sitting here beside her. (laughs) And my name is Greg McNeil. I'm the owner of Coach's Corner, and I am the owner of SOAR. And I make people happier, which helps people to make more money and enjoy their lives <laughs> and to make sure that they laugh out loud. I like that. Yeah, That's good. Absolutely. Yeah. Healing community, healing business. That's right. Absolutely. So the the photo shoot, which by the way, mm-hmm. coach, I hate photo shoots. I like the after. Mm-hmm. And once I get there, I can kind of have fun. Yeah. But I just dread them <laughs> the whole time. And um, But it was really good. And what I loved about it is Laura Lee just kind of took over like, okay, here, I want you to do this and do this. That's really good, Coach. Yeah, she's good at that. Didn't you say she was a C? Yes, she is. Uh, you know, I never have to worry about my bags being packed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Probably, I don't know how that sounded, but you know. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> For hunting. Yeah. Yeah. You know, hunting, fishing, camping, or whatever it is, it's just like, oh, man, she is super organized, but I do appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Um, she loves that camera. She's like, babe, you know, this is my thing, and. Um, and she went to work on them, and she took some great photographs. Yeah, she did. <laughs> so those will be popping up in uh, our social media pages, which dominantly right now it's Sherry Ann Wilson on Instagram and then Genius Communication on Facebook. But what we did the the photo shoot for in a little impromptu video, yeah. so we'll see if we'll be able to use it, but was for our upcoming opening of our Hell Yeah Life Coaching Intensive. Yes! And I wanted to like kind of give an idea where that came from. And uh, and so the Hell Yeah, and I remember where it was, and I made sure that mm-hmm. I could use that term. Right. Um, it came from the idea of like your life in general, time management, all of the things that make up your day-to-day, right? Mm. That if it's not a hell yeah, it's a hell no. That's true. And that really 
you know, like it rang on the inside. Mm -hmm. Because to me, it's like if you can't live life in the hell yeah state, then you're not really living life. I'm not really sure what you're doing. Yeah. And so then I had to take it into consideration, you know, I, I think I talked to you about this where, you know, I do have a church, you know, <laughs> and I'm like, is it legal for me to use the term? Hell yeah. Of like, course. <laughs> yes, it is. So anyway, I was like, who cares? Yeah. So, because I like it, it just epitomizes, don't you think? I do. I mean, let's think about this. You know, we're talking about life here. Mm-hmm. You get it one time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so one time. So what could we possibly be thinking about if we waste the only opportunity to express ourselves at the highest level that we can? Hell no. Mm-hmm. We are just simply not wasting that time. So we're here to help you to do what you want to do at the highest level that you're capable of. Yes. And I think what happens is people have this idea of what the hell yeah life looks like, right? Okay. Then they start trying to have it. Or, like we've seen, they'll have certain aspects that are where they want to be, but then other aspects that are long-term, sometimes lifelong Mm. things that keep them, and they can feel it. Oh, it yeah. may be intangible, but they know <clears throat> there are specific things that keep them from living their hell yeah life. So we had started what we first termed a mastermind. Right. And so I had written this down, and this is like for people that don't believe in writing down goals, you need to write down goals. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was in 2016, I wrote in my journal to um, have a mastermind. And uh, sorry about that. That's the door because my cat keeps jacking with us, Coach. Mr. Joseph. And uh, I wanted it to be like success principles. Right. And it never really fit. Like I couldn't figure out where I needed to start it and stuff. Then me and you met to do your branding. I started training with kettlebells with you. And then all of a sudden I'm like. Here it is. Here it is. <laughs> and so I brought, remember I brought my yellow yep, notebook that had my entire business in there and yep. showed you 2016. Yep. And uh, so we were going to do like a mastermind type thing. We had three highly successful business owners mm-hmm. um, that we personally invited because it's our first one, right? Mm-hmm. So we want to, you know, make sure that uh, these are people that know us, uh, trust us. Right. And so we start off as a mastermind. We met every two weeks mm-hmm. for three months and realized, mm-hmm. nope, this is not a mastermind. This is something totally different. Right. So then we it's had like, the mastermind. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. We were masterminding, but we realized, no, no, we there's more we need to do here. Yeah. And so we kind of went back and forth. We asked them to to give us another three months. Mm-hmm. Because it felt like there was some unfinished business. And we switched it up. We decided to meet every week for 45 minutes. And sometimes it'd go over if mm-hmm. our schedule's allowed. Mm-hmm. But what we wanted to do was remove anything that would stop them from living the life they wanted. And so it actually turned into a coaching intensive. Right. So then after that, it's like, okay, this is a coaching intensive. This is the direction we're going to go. Now it needs a name. I'd already been kicking around, hell yeah. Right. And so when I told you, you're like, 
That's it. That's it. So now we've had the six months of working with them. We've got it where we know it's a coaching intensive. It's a hell yeah life, which planners are coming as well. Mm -hmm. So I thought it might be fun to kind of describe maybe a little bit about what we do and even your thoughts I took notes on in the pre-show conversation about the answer provides a release, but like some of what we do and uh, some lessons we learn. Right. Absolutely. Do you want to start, Coach? Um, ladies first. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So... What I feel that we do, and and really, like, whenever you start a new adventure, you, you know, for any community, any business, even any relationship, you're learning exactly what are you, do, what are you doing, you right, know? Right, So it's kind of like the mastery. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, you've got a framework, but you don't know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, I want to accomplish these things, but every two weeks wasn't going to work. Right, you know, right, so right. that's what I mean. It's like you have this idea, you know the results you want, but when you start it, you're not quite sure what it's going to look like. Right, right. And then me and you work really well together because we, uh, it's not really feed off of each other. We energize each other and we're usually thinking the same thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it worked really well in that we could be sitting with these people and it's like, yeah, you're still not there. That's right. You know, yeah, no, that's not it. <laughs> But you don't want to provide answers. Right. And so we would really, it was interesting. We had specific things we would teach, like DCA, Mm -hmm. your um, teachability index, your self-confidence formula. There were specific things that were tools we gave them that we require people to do. Right. So if you join the in-person or the online, you will need to do those things or you may not be in the group. Right, right. And but what we were looking for too was like a a changed life. We could right. see there was progress. Right. And uh so really it was if I would think maybe in a nutshell coach, it was getting them to finally see what they really really wanted, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Getting that really clear, what yep. do you want? which we call your definite chief aim, DCA. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. And it took uh, mm. one student, what, six months? Yeah. And she got it, and we're like, finally. She yeah. was like our our late-term you know, baby. Like, yeah. she went past the due date, right? <laughs> she did. And finally she got it, and me and you did a happy dance <laughs> after everybody left. We were like, that's yes. Absolutely. But that's what she needed, and that's what we were waiting for. Mm-hmm. That was her part, that you know. That was her part, yep. And uh, so we require authenticity and we require people to be really real, uh, really real with us. And so it was first, what do you want? Yep. Then it's like, okay, how bad do you want it? Yep. And we gave them scientific, they could tell how bad they really wanted it. Right. So it's almost like, you know, because when we say like Gandalf and Yoda, we're serious. Yes, we are. Yeah. It's like we're taking, we're walking with you. And we're just strategically guiding you to no BS. Absolutely. Absolutely. So um, one of the things that's really important is, and every, all of the listeners know this. I mean, if you're over 20 years old, 25, 30 years old, let's just say, you understand right now that there's no such thing as something for nothing. Right. Right. You know, 
there's always effort. I don't want to try to turn it into something hard and difficult. Right. It just simply means that your life requires effort in order to grow. We see it at every stage of our development, yeah. right? But when we're talking to you about being in the coaching intensive, one of the things we want to help you with is like, do you really want this? Are you sure? Do you have a clear idea? And if you think you have a clear idea, the next step is what are you willing to do to realize that idea? Yeah. And that's when all the BS starts to crumble mm -hmm. because now you get a chance to find out, do I really want this or do I like the idea of it? Or is it an imposition someone has put on mm -hmm. you? Absolutely. Which we saw that. Yes, we did. That makes you think you need to be pursuing something, but that's not really what you want to do. Yeah. Oh, yes. So, yeah, we help you to remove the blocks. Mm -hmm. You know, structurally, most people will have a pretty good idea, but it's always the hidden things that trip people up. Mm -hmm. And what we like to do is we like to help you to unearth the hidden things, those elements in your life, your character, your way of being that may undermine your ability to have what you say you want most. Yes. And, you know, like a lot of people are like, why do I keep doing that? Or why, you know, like you, you can hear people mm -hmm. where there's a lot of whys. And one of the things we do is we do help unearth those things. Yeah. Um, but it always goes back to what you really want. Always, mm -hmm. always, always. Yeah. And if you're focused on the wrong thing, thinking that's what you want, you'll never get it no. because you don't want it. No. And yeah, and you're not pursuing it with the, the type of thinking that's going to ensure you succeed. Right. You know, and this is the other thing, too, that as much as we love what we do and teaching and having fun, and we laugh out loud if you're listening to our podcast, we love to joke. But there's the other part of it, which is who we really are. We are very serious about what we're doing. And so we tell our students, if you do these things, you're going to experience a result. Yes. Right. Because we're going to make sure that um, you're always dealing with the science, but you're always dealing with the very practical things that you can measure in your everyday life. Yes. From from the time that you sit down with us to any time after that, we give you the ability to explore, to change, rectify and succeed. Yeah. I, um, you know, one of the things that you started off with was having the students list their three most damaging weaknesses. Oh, yeah. And one of the things that was interesting is after that, you're like, okay, so everybody in this room has done classes, seminars, read books, listened to podcasts on how to change your life. Yep. And yet you're here. Exactly. Dealing with the same thing. The same thing that you dealt with six months ago, a year ago. 10 years ago. Yes. And so that's that's what we like to do is we like to get in there and it's like, okay, this is not a seminar. Nope. This is not another class to take to get principles that you never implement. Right. This is, I mean, I don't know if I want to phrase it this way, but this is like stink on you know what. Me oh, and go Coach, ahead and say it. Say it. Me and Coach are going to be, <laughs> you know, we're not going to let you off the hook. Now, Again, it's like making sure there's progress, you know, making right. sure people get to that place of eureka. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. And, exactly. And, and we usually can gauge from the start. Typically, it doesn't take as long to figure out what is really going on. Right. Yeah. And so it's really fun. But I do have to say one of the lessons I learned was, I think, in, you know, being flexible and changing everything if you need to. Yeah. So it's kind of like when we first started you know, 
I went in with the mindset that I'm working with successful people that have applied, applied principles. They're already, as far as uh, personal development, way ahead of most, you know, that you might um, imagine. And they actually are. But what I was surprised at was even some of the resistance that shocked me, Coach. Mm-hmm. I don't know why it did. And it wasn't like resistance, like it was in your face. I'm not going to do that. It was just like, just resistance. And I was like, okay, what is this? And I didn't even factor in, you know, when, when you start digging around and stuff that's been in your subconscious for a long time, your subconscious, like you said in one class, mm-hmm. all of a sudden it made sense. Your subconscious like, yeah, we'll see next week. <laughs> Yeah. I've heard this before, right? <laughs> yes, it's true. So what I learned was it is crucial to make sure students do the work. Yes. That is, it, and it's the same work. It we is. don't give you a lot to do. It's no. the same thing every day. It is. And that's because you learn the same way every day. Yeah. So right now, those of you who are listening... You read the same news, you listen to the same podcast, you get dressed the same way, you have breakfast the same way. You, most of everything you do in your life is a repeated pattern yeah. that we call a routine. Yes. Your learning then is the same way, yep. whether it be passive or not, or, or you just intentionally select something that you want to study, it still follows that sort of pattern and rhythm. Well... When you've been doing something for a very long time, that habit can be hard to break, right? And the only way you can break a habit is to bring another habit. But the difference is the new habit, you have to desire that more than what you have been doing. Yeah. Otherwise, the momentum of past habits... Always they, catches they, up. It always catches up with you and it and it will just run your life. And so... When you hear yourself saying, I don't know why I keep doing that, well, this is why you keep doing it. It's a habit pattern for you, and it's deep in your subconscious mind at this point, and you've been doing it for so long, your brain says, this is a part of your life, and you are going to continue to do that until you change. And this is the part when we talk about the truth confronts the BS. Okay, I won't say that word. (laughs) Um, Here's where the truth confronts the BS. Okay, I'm ready, coach. If you do not put a practice in place, mm-hmm. you can already see the legacy that you're living behind, leaving behind. Yeah. Because you are solidifying that legacy every single day. Yes. And if you want to create another one, then there's something you're going to need to do. Our suggestion is that you tune in to the Hell Year Life Coaching Intensive because we're going to show you not only how to break the momentum of past habits, but we're going to walk you through it so you're never alone. Yeah, and what I like about what we did actually is that it's really two things every day. That's it. Mm -hmm. I mean, really, uh, one thing once a week. That's right. Um, It's extremely simple. And, And then I like the ability to know if you really want it. That's it. Because, I mean, you'll find out in just a few minutes if you really want it. So mm-hmm. it, and you know, that right there, the simplicity of, you know, taking people through this process was really neat. Um, I do have to say, I tend to be a softie. 
So Coach Craig, <laughs> he is like, no, you are going to do your DCA. You're going to do this. And that's it because it's the practice. It's the practice. And it is. Yeah. I would be like, Coach, you know, they're – they're busy professionals, you know, and I would just be like, you know, they're showing up and they're, you know, and especially when I think about our one student, you know, where she's, I was just absolutely overwhelmed with her business. And it's no, 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 no. But what I like about that is because you know, that's where the answer is at. It's not going to be in being, you know, lenient or soft when it comes to those two things, they must be done. And I liked that because I do. I tend to be like, you know, maybe not every day. You know, like I would, I would, you know, feel myself. You know what it was, Coach? It was ego. Mm. Because I didn't want them to think, like to be frustrated with me or to think ill of me. Yeah. So I would want to kind of like, you know, loosen up a little bit as far <laughs> as those. And you were like, no. And that was actually a big lesson for me that I didn't see coming. So if you're working on the structure of the business, the marketing and the balance sheet, then I'm working in the area that looks like a cloud, the unformed space. Yeah. But it's the space that's so powerful because this is what we're talking about. The space that I work in is the space that's dominating the life of the client, even though they don't realize that's what it is. Right. And, you know, if I use myself as an example, there, there can be no days off. Because if I don't have practices in place, I'm going to do one of two things. I'm either going forward in a new direction that I'm working out, or I'm going to continue to do what I've always done. Yeah. And once I've reached a conclusion that my life must be one of adventure, one that fits what I want for my time on the planet, yeah. this is the cost of doing business, right? The cost of my success is practice. And this is why, so in this case here, it's like, Sherry, I understand what you mean. I know they're tremendously busy. But if they don't do this work, they'll still be tremendously busy, but they'll be stuck in that same place five or ten years from now. And then thinking our class didn't work or our coaching intensive, and we weren't going to let that happen. No, we're not going to let that happen. Well, and you know, you're right, because one of the things you would say uh, almost at every class was that these practices when you do the the two things especially that we're like you have to do this each day what happens is it becomes so ingrained that you don't have to try to figure things out as you go through life that's it's right. the it creates a natural response that's exactly and right. so you don't have to pull things out of your file system mm-hmm. and think back to the last seminar that mm-hmm. told you how to deal with the you know stress and blah blah, mm-hmm. blah. no you've already got it it's already a part of your life and so all of your decisions to get you toward what you really want mm-hmm. Are, they become automatic. They, That's right. It doesn't fit uh, with what you want, then you don't do it. You That's know? right. And so you find yourself actually, so for example, our one student, our um, past due baby, right? Mm-hmm. Neat, neat lady. Well, um, got to see her after we you know, completed our um, uh, last three months. And uh, because it's like 90 days, you know, that's what we ask people to give us. And uh, with them, it's like, okay, can you give us another 90? (laughs) Because we need to figure this thing out. But anyway, what was neat is I went to see her and she was lighter. And I said, okay, are you going home at a reasonable time? Are you blah, blah? And she's like, yes. And, you know, and she's just telling me everything she's been doing. The only reason it's different now is she figured out what she really wanted. Yeah. She was chasing after a work environment and a staff environment 
that's not what she needed to chase after. She had to chase after what she really wanted. Mm -hmm. And now we can just sit back and watch the work environment and the staff environment fall into place. So it's like she was trying to chase the thing that she thought she really wanted that would make her life happy when actually she needed to chase the thing that she knew would make her life happy and then the other would fall into place. Now, what you just said is golden. Mm -hmm. And if you all heard it, listeners, if you heard that, chasing something that you think you want versus pursuing something that you know is right for you, that makes a world of difference in your ability to succeed. Yeah. Because generally, chasing down something that you think you want is typically related to some other kind of imposition, whether it's right. coming from your family, your upbringing, uh, your current household. Maybe this is what I'll do to make money or whatever that is. It doesn't work that way. Yeah. If you're not moving through what we call like your soul and a thing that really, really inspires you, you're wasting time. And that's crucial. And that's what we help people figure out because with her, what she was first pursuing was necessary. Right. But... She didn't want to pursue that. She was pursuing the idea that somebody had left with her to do. It's almost like pursuing something that you think will fix everything else because that seems to be the biggest problem, but that's not, you don't fix a problem by focusing on the problem. Yeah. So this idea that you can't beat them, join them, what went through my head right now? It's like, you know, I kind of like this person. They smoke. Um, and so you think, well, maybe if you go out with them once or twice and then maybe you pick up a cigarette, then it's not so bad. No, it doesn't work. If you don't like smoke, you don't like smoke, (laughs) right? right? Period. Yeah. And, and that wasn't a random example. Right. In case people are wondering, like he's not picking on smokers. Like that's a legitimate example. Yeah. And so you, you really have to understand that, um, this is your life. This is your one opportunity. So if you look at it like an exam, you have to ask yourself, what is your research telling you about the life you're living? Mm-hmm. Are you getting what you want from it? If you're not, you already know that in your gut. Right. Do you want something else? Yes, you do. Mm-hmm. But you're not really sure how to do that. Then you call us. Right. When you get really scared, you call us again. Right. Because this is where we're going to help you to get through that because the fear is generally the door or that cellophane sort of like barrier, that invisible barrier around you. You don't think you can punch through it. Fear and doubt will turn people away from their dreams every time. Yeah. And, you know, when you think about, like, if I was, like, when I focus on paying off debt, if I had debt pay off my goal, Mm -hmm. I wouldn't have ever done it. My goal was never debt payoff. Mm-hmm. My goal was freedom. That's right. Oh, thank you. And, Say so it that's again. what's important. You Say know? it again. I wanted freedom from stress. Yeah. I wanted freedom to do what I wanted to do with my money. I wanted freedom to invest. I wanted freedom to live a life that was going to require a certain amount, right? Mm-hmm. And so freedom was my goal. Debt payoff was how I was going to get there. And if I would have, because I've done it before, if I would have focused on the debt payoff, I. I probably would have quit. It was the life I knew I could have post-debt payoff, which included freedom. And I remember sitting down in my aspiration journal. I was probably like halfway through. I'm like, what am I really, 
really wanting when I have that freedom. And I just wrote it, wrote it out, just wrote mm-hmm. out a picture. But I, I didn't quite have the words for it at first. And then all of a sudden I realized, freedom. That's mm-hmm. what I'm going after. And mm-hmm. I had to do that check-in because now I was kind of having some more money. Mm-hmm. You know, now things, you know, the pressure was starting to let off. Because sometimes mm-hmm. you start just because you're about to go bankrupt, right? Right, right. You know? right. <laughs> so, but then as things kind of start loosening, if you don't make sure you have what you really want in front of you, I would have gone back to the same habits Mm-hmm. back to the same thoughts mm-hmm. that got me in trouble in the first place. Yep. So I had to create that, what do I really want? And it was freedom. And so now all my choices go through, is this going to bring me freedom mm-hmm. or bring me bondage? Mm-hmm. If it's not going to bring me freedom, I'm not interested. You know, that was so powerful what you just said, those last couple of minutes. I hope that the listener, when you get to around minute 26, uh, the 26-minute mark and the podcast Play it over and over again, because what you're going to hear Sherry say for the next two to three minutes after that um, is something you don't want to miss. Most people think it's money, Mm -hmm. right? Most people think it's debt. And what you just said is like, no, it's something more intangible than that, because the people that we talked about in our first class... We're not talking about money with them. They're not they're not in there because they're having issues with money. They're they came to us because it was the intangible things in their life that they couldn't make work. Mm -hmm. And so when you said freedom, freedom is an intangible quality. Yes. And you know when you have it, right? It's like you may be beautiful, handsome, but you're not in the right relationship. There's no freedom. You, that's right. You may have a great job, but you don't like it. Yep. You're not free. Yep. So when we ask you what you want, we want you to spend time really thinking about what that is. Mm-hmm. And we encourage you not to let outside forces, entities, decide what your definite chief aim in life yeah. is. Yeah. So um, what's coming is... Uh, in January is when we're going to launch it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will have an in-person. We'll have uh, an online where, because we've got people out of you know out of the state, out right. of the city that want to do this. Uh, we're going to open it up. It will be limited seating. Yes. And because we, you know, especially the in-person, you don't want too many people because you got to get into some stuff, right? Yes. But uh, we'll be getting those details to you. We'll be running some Facebook ads mm-hmm. and things like that. Um, but it, it's coming and it's going to be fabulous. And be on the lookout because we'll start giving some more details. I'll get a registration page done and there is a fee and there is a commitment. And so we, we want to make it where if you know you're not going to do it, you don't. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, uh, Darn it, he opened the door too far, Coach Greg. But anyway, but go to the website, go to the show notes, email us, contact us. All of that's in the show notes. Review and share this. And Coach, I want you to end with, you said the answer provides the release because it pushes you to action. Some say, I don't know because it keeps from responsibility. So some people might, well, I don't know. Would this be worth it? I don't know, blah, blah, blah. I think it kind of ties in. But <laughs> what this right here, when you said the answer provides release, that was one of those truth bombs you tend to throw out, and I wrote it down. <laughs> Can you go into that just for a couple minutes for them to, 
to hear what you meant? Yeah. So, so in this case here, what we were talking about off air was, so when a person is dealing with anxiety, stress, and depression, so one of the first things you want to do is is to explore, is there any trauma going on in your life? Right. Did, did we just lose a loved one or was there some kind of major accident or something like that your house burned down? Yeah. No, nothing like that. Okay, then. So then I move to the next step mm-hmm. because now when I know I'm not dealing with trauma, now I know I'm probably dealing with resistance and fear, yep. right? So what I was saying is whenever you're in one of those states where you're anxious, you have depression or one of those other states, there is generally a truth that the person is reluctant to acknowledge. Mm -hmm. And because they're reluctant to acknowledge that truth in its entirety, not a smidge, but all of it, then it forces them to continue to stay in that same state. So here we are two weeks later, they're depressed over the same thing. But the event is long gone right. or it maybe never happened at all right? right like anxiety we're catastrophizing something that hasn't existed yet yeah so once a person then identifies what the truth is that's fueling that thought all of a sudden they feel a release and now they're ready to move to the next stage but here's the thing about the truth Truth always requires action. Yes. You don't like the situation you're in when you come to the idea. It's like, you know what? This is not the best situation for me. Ding. That's the truth. Yeah. Ding. The next thing after that, you need to make a move. Yeah. You are required to do something. You don't like the life you're living. You're upset with it. And you know that's the truth. Guess what you're required to do next? Get in the show notes. Give one of us a call and start making a change. Because if you don't do that, right, Mm -hmm. if you don't take that responsibility for making a change in your life once you know you have the truth, now that is a horror movie. It is. It really is. It's like, that's the person that scares me. It's like, you know what you need to do for yourself and you don't want to do it? Yep. See ya. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> I do. Like, I gotta go. Yeah, yep. yeah. Because I don't want any of that existence because guess what happens? Only two things occur. If I, your dominating thoughts or mine. Yeah. And if your dominating thoughts are leading you to unhappiness, I just can't be a partner to that. Mm-hmm. And if you don't want to listen to what we have to say because we want to uplift you, then guess what? Don't let the door hit you where the good Lord split you. Don't. <laughs> Don't let it happen. Don't let it happen. <laughs> that was a good one. I, you almost made me say something. It's a perfect, you know, opportunity, Coach. <laughs> it's true. But that's just a taste. That's just uh, not, you know, where the don't let the door hit you where the good Lord splits you. We, you know, that's not a taste. But what you said, that that right there, those are the things that we get to dive into when we work yeah, with people. That's exactly right. We want. What you want. And by the way, I just want to tell our students, they know who they are, um, that their commitment and their willing to be willingness to be real and to get to those places of courage and do the things they need to do was awesome. And I appreciate that a lot. Yeah. So if you happen to listen to that podcast and you just heard Sherry, then I'm saying to you again, you need to keep practicing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the softie. 